Let's read uh, our scripture for the year, Daniel 11.32. Then I will come to our scripture for discussion this morning. Acts chapter 7. Look at the verse number 25. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt with flatteries. But the people that know their God shall be strong. Give me Second Timothy chapter 3 if I'm right. This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Are we in the last days? I've told you several times that the last days does not mean that the end of days. But the last days are leading to the end of days. Hallelujah. Okay, go on. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, convertious, boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Are we seeing all these things? That in our times we see that human beings can have affection for animals. Hallelujah. That in our times it's, it's become normal for a man to have an affection for man. There are others who have wild affections for many women. Some women have, have affections for many men. One man cannot satisfy them. All these things are unnatural affections. Amen. Let these things not surprise you. But you pray that the Lord will keep you. What I want to concentrate is that word. I will say truth breakers. Yeah, I'm using that to introduce my message this morning. Hallelujah. I will say truth breakers. Okay. So now let's go to um, let's work from Acts chapter 7 the verse number 25 at 725 let's start from the 23 and when he was full 40 years old it came into his heart to visit his brethren the children of Israel and seeing one of them suffer wrong he defended him and avenged him that that was oppressed and smote the Egyptian. For he supposed his brethren would have understood how that God by his hand would deliver them, but they understood not. I pray that the Lord will add his blessings to this word. And may, may we be recipient of this word with great joy. Hallelujah. Our main theme is the doers of exploits. It was a doers of exploits. But I'm beginning from our main scripture for the year to build my case. Daniel gives a very prophetic message that was not limited to his time. It went beyond his time. Into our time. It is prophetic because he did not only see into his time but saw beyond his time. When he said that, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries. In the context of the scripture, he was talking about a man, a king, that rose up at that very particular time. From Tuesday, I'll be explaining all those things. And this one centers on one of them called Antiochus Epiphanes. His name alone, I know if he was from Ghana, he would be from, coming from somewhere like the Volta region. Or the north. Amen. And he became one of the most mean and wicked leaders of the world at that very particular time. 
wicked and mean in the sense that his target was the Jews. Just like somewhere along, some, some, somewhere along history, we had Adolf Hitler rising up and with the main target to destroy the Jews. That spirit that took Adolf Hitler began from this man also. Amen. His main aim was to make sure that he incapacitates the Jews and totally destroy them. And in the process, he started working against the very things they believe in. His, his, his desire was to make sure that the things that defined them and gave them power, they lost interest in it. Hallelujah. Are you following me? Now, I am starting from here because even though we are God's children, we are being carried away by many things. We are losing touch with the fact that there is, there is an urgent call to rise up to the responsibilities of the Lord in these last days. And we are, we have gradually also fallen to the norms of the days. Hallelujah. Where we have become more concerned and more committed in building lives that only has its value here. Our focus on eternity is becoming more, becoming less by the day. But our focus on how to make it here on earth seems to be the, uh, the center of attention in our days. Hallelujah. I am not against you building anything or you doing anything, but you see, you must build whatever you are building temporarily with eternal focus. Can I hear you shout amen? Give the Lord a clap of you. Are you, are you, are you, are you following me? Touch your name and say, whatever you are building, whatever you are doing, as good as it is, have eternal focus also. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? And, and gradually the enemy, like he did in the days of this mean leader, is also succeeding in a way against the church itself. Hallelujah. Because we, we are, I mean, Jesus means nothing to us until he has done something for us. <laughs> Can I hear you shout amen? It, it, it looks like there is no God, there is no Jesus, there is no power until we have something he has done that we can say that yes, there is God. And so by so doing, the enemy also has taken advantage of that and is always shifting our focus from who God is to what he does. Hallelujah. Because he now realizes that we only love God when he works. But we cannot love God when he is in his being. Are we together? But I want to be a child of God that is loving God when he's working and loving God when he's not working. Can I hear you shout amen? So this man, Daniel said that in his time and in our time, the enemy or the devil will, will deceive a certain amount of believers. Hallelujah. And those believers you deceive, like, like this people, Antiochus deceived by flatteries, they were also Jews. They were God's children. But when he came to power, he was able to deceive them by flatteries. And those were the people that did wicked against the covenant. Say wicked against the covenant. There are, there are two people in this scripture. Those who did wickedly against the covenant and those who knew God. Hallelujah. But these two all are of one descent. All of them were Jews. But the king or the leader succeeded in deceiving one set of them 
and uh, a small part of them who knew God, they did exploits. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that among the many that shall be led astray in this season, may you be among the few that shall also do exploits. Clap your hands on the Lord. And you see, in the context of the scripture, the word exploits here is not just talking about the achievement of doing great things like we know. Are you getting it? Like when we say you have done, you have done exploits in our layman's mentality, we know that, oh, maybe he has been able to set up a company. He has been able to build a very big factory or done some wild things. Hallelujah. Like we know, like we know. For instance, like, uh, let's say, um, um, Mendy, if you're a football fan, you know Mendy, Chelsea's goalkeeper. We know that currently in Africa, and even whether agreeably or undoubtedly in the world, he's the best goalkeeper. Just that people don't want to admit it. And he has done some exploits. So in our layman's idea or mindset, when we say exploit, we are only looking at what somebody in the natural sense or in the material sense has been able to do. Hallelujah. But in the context of this scripture, which I believe so strongly that it is becoming a reality in our days, the exploits here was not just about conquering or just about achieving some wild dreams and some wild visions. But the exploits here was just in two dimensions. They stood against a tyrant whose desire was to, was to make sure that the covenant of God is defiled. A few group of people rose up and said, not so. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Clap your hands for the Lord. And it reminds me of this four boys or three boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. When, when Nebuchadnezzar said that if you don't bow down to me, you shall face the fire. And they said, our God is able, but if he's not, we shall not bow. Can I hear you shout amen? Somebody said, that is exploits. That is exploits. And I am praying that this year, in as much as the Lord will bless you, and you will do some mighty things. May one of the mighty things you do be to the fact that you stood against temptations that was causing others to fall. Touch your neighbor and say, I am praying for you. That as you do exploits on the material level, building and achieving things and owning things, may it also be said concerning you that you did exploits in standing for the Lord when others were denying him. Oh, I pray that grace on you. That wherever you go, you will not be carried away by the excitement of the moment to lose your God and become just like everybody. But you maintain your status as a Christian. That is exploits. Stretch once and say, this year I'll do exploits. Prophesy on and say, this year I'm doing exploits. I am, among, I am among the few, prophesy that one, in my family, that will achieve what nobody has achieved. I am among the few that shall stand, that shall glorify God, amongst the few that by me, God shall do mighty things for the kingdom. Oh, clap your hands for the Lord. So our exploit will not just be measured in the things we acquired materially. But our exploits are also be measured in the things we stood for God. Hallelujah. Amazingly, those who are receiving so much from God 
are those who are now turning against God. Those who are receiving so much from God are those who are becoming something else for God and the kingdom. But I pray that you shall be different. Your amen is weak. I know in your heart you will say, as for me, I will not be like them. Pray that God will help you that you don't be like them. Because when you are down here, the way you talk is small, is, is different. And when you are up there also, the way you talk also is different. When you begin to get some exposures in life, your language will change. When you get the exposures and you still maintain your convictions, then I know you are a Christian. Because some situations can change your convictions. Can I hear somebody shout amen? How many of you believe in prayer here? You believe that prayer is a very powerful thing. Wave your hands at me. Pray that God will help you to continue to believe that prayer is a powerful thing. Because when Antioch could start flattering you, amen, when you start getting some things that you were struggling to get, I pray that you don't say that all that matters is how well you think. Hallelujah. All that matters is how hard working you are. You see, and I always tell people, eh, let me say it again. I say it. I mean, can be. Say, she in two we are our own. Men can say be anywhere we are. Amen. Are you hearing me? If you have not seen anything. Number two, if you are also not doing the things we do, like the way we pray, the way we sow seeds, the way we pay tight, the way we, if you are not doing them and things are working for you, don't think we are crazy. Hallelujah. Just believe what you believe. Don't mock those who are doing it. God will just come after you. Hallelujah. But amazing, you can realize that even in church, there are those, there are Christians who can even let you know that you are doing too much. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because they don't pray like you pray, but they see things going well for them. So they use that to think that the whole, this thing is not about prayer. My brother, shut up. Wait until you get to realize that even your survival is as a result of someone who is praying. <laughs> Clap your hands for the Lord. For instance, it would be foolish on the part of my siblings to think that, like Yao and my siblings, to think that Hallelujah. So when they look at me and things are not going well, they say that, ah, And they begin to use what is going well for them to look down on me. God, they will just, they will just, they will just stare God up after their lives. Because what they don't know is that God is using my sacrifice of prayer to give them advantages in life. Hallelujah. That is the beauty of Christianity. That is the reason if you are a child of God, you must think beyond yourself. And yes sir, every day you will be offended with God. Am I talking to you? Every day you will be offended with God because see, sometimes you are praying for something. God will not do that thing for you that you are praying. He will do that thing for a sister and a brother and a cousin that is connected to you. And you now you can see that this was what I was asking the Lord for. But somebody else is enjoying it. But they cannot even know that it is because of you. So if you don't think beyond yourself, every day you will be hurt with God. Am I teaching you? Those that do wickedly against the covenant, 
Do you know those people in the church, in the body of Christ, that are those who do wicked against the covenant? The Bible calls them truth breakers. Paul tells Timothy that in the last days we shall have truth breakers. Truth breakers are those who violate the laws of a covenant. Hallelujah. They break covenant. They, dis they destroy covenant. Hallelujah. Like the, like the marital covenant. They break it without any fear. Can I hear you shout amen? Now are you hearing me? You break it just like that. They, they can marry and they can have multiple sex partners. Even though they are in a covenant, they are doing wickedly against the covenant. <laughs> are you with me? Are you with me? And in the Christian faith, there are some that are born again that are also doing wickedly against the covenant. Our covenant with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. And those are those, those are the people that the enemies are flatter. Flattery means that he will use sweet words, enticing words. He will do, in fact, things that can entice you. I told you on Tuesday that when the Antichrist manifests, like we are in the days of the Antichrist also, don't wait for another other time. We are still in the system. One of the things he will do to deceive many is signs and wonders. Antiochus deceived many of the Jews then with flatteries. Giving them what they needed, what they wanted, giving them words. And so they followed him. Like we are seeing right now. You see now in our time, sensual preachers draw more crowd than spiritual preachers. Can I hear you shout amen? If you like, even Abraham Bemushi, he has a congregation more than churches. Hallelujah. Are you, are you following what I'm talking about? Yeah. Because he makes sense. And today's Christian doesn't want to learn, doesn't want to study. They want you to cook and feed them. So anyone who is cooking to feed them, they will eat it. Because cooking can be very hard. And thinking too can be very hard. So I need somebody to think for me. Anybody hearing what I'm teaching? Say this, I'll do exploit. There are people that I, I'll be talking much about it. You are a Christian. Sometimes for the whole month, you have not even stepped into church. You are doing wickedly against the covenant. Because the laws that governs our faith is that we must not stop. We must not forsake the assembling together with other believers. Hallelujah. And so for one month you are a Christian and you have not been to church. And if you are going to church, you choose the day you want to go to church and the time you want to go to church. And you think that it's your right. Well, I have the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior and you say, I am a Christian, you lost your right. Hallelujah. Like Paul will tell you, I am a born servant of Christ. Do you know a born servant? You cannot do what you want. You do the one what the master wants. Hallelujah. So there are things we do against God that gives the enemy the advantage to deceive us easily. Hallelujah. Now, let me tell you something. How many of you have children here? Okay. Let's, let's take Odifo's daughter. Let's leave her around a witch for one month. I mean, one month is too far. Let's take her for like two weeks. Let her go and stay with the witch. What do you think will happen? What do you think will happen? Now you answer, what do you think will happen? She may become a double of that witch. Are you getting it? Because 
But why is that that which cannot necessarily influence the child when he, he, she is in the environment of the father? Because his environment does not allow it. Amen. But take that same child and take her out of his father's, her father's environment. Put her in the environment of a witch for a month. She will be corrupted easily. In the same way that if you are a Christian and for one month you, have absent, you, you are absent from church. You are not praying. Nothing spiritual is happening around you. It is easy for you to be deceived. Hallelujah. Who are the people that Abraham Moshe is deceiving? Those who don't know God's word. Because you don't study God's word. You don't meditate God's, on God's word. You don't even read the scripture. So it is easy for somebody to tell you that this is in the Bible and you just believe it. Am I teaching? So it is easy to be deceived when you are a Christian and you don't know God like you should know God. Hallelujah. But I pray that this year you will shift something in your mind. That you will tell yourself I will commit myself in knowing the Lord. Not just by going to church. Sometimes we try to downplay the essence of going to church. So even if you don't go to church, it's nothing. Listen, church is everything. Hallelujah. Church is everything. Read the scripture in context. When other religious bodies and other satanic bodies appreciate fellowship, we, we don't appreciate it. We think that it's a waste of time. No. But the witches and the occult, they appreciate fellowship. I pray that the Lord shall help us this year. Amen. Lift your right and say, Father, help me. That I will draw closer to you every day. In the name of Jesus Christ. That your presence shall excite me. The fellowship of the believers will excite me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Touch them and say, we are, we are heading to the end of days. But in these last days, God is pouring out his spirit. Can I hear you shout amen? Because we are ending, we are getting to the end of days and God has great work to do in these last days. Men must rise up with the spirit of the Lord to do exploits. Hallelujah. So these are not the days to be absenting yourself, be taking yourself out of uh, brotherly fellowship with other Christians. No. These are not the days to, to be sitting idle and not praying. These are the days you seek God for grace and mercy. Grace and power to be able to do something for his glory. And may the Lord show us mercy this morning. Clap your hands for the Lord. Oh God, am I, am I working something? You will not be a covenant breaker this year. Stretch your hands and say yes, I will not be a covenant breaker. I will not do wicked against the covenant. I will not do wicked again. But I shall be among them that know the Lord. So, there are those who do exploits. There are those who do. All of us are here and it's not all of us that are going to do exploits. Amongst us, some shall do. Others will not do. Hallelujah. Some shall do. And others. I pray that this year you will receive the wisdom to combine the grace of God and physical activity to do exploits. Hallelujah. Are you following what I'm teaching? Say the combination of grace and physical strength, the right attitude, so I can so I can do exploits. 
Exploits in any form you think about. Exploits in any form you think about. Anointing and attitude. Say anointing and attitude. Anointing and attitude. Now, as 723 downwards, there is a man we know so much of. Moses. Everybody say Moses. His name means drawn out of water. Drawn out of water. We know that he was a Jew but found himself in the palace of the Egyptians as a prince. Hallelujah. And he was trained in the wisdom and all that mattered in the Egyptian kingdom rose up to become a general of their army. Hallelujah. So Moses growing up, he knew that he was an Egyptian. But somewhere along the line, he began to realize that, no. The Bible says that when he was full of 40 years, it came into his heart. <laughs> Hallelujah. It came into his heart that to visit his brethren, the children of Israel, when he was 40 years, it came into his heart. Hallelujah. When he had come to years, when he had gotten to a certain age of his life, it began to come into his heart that I don't belong here, but I belong there. <laughs> Hallelujah. I want to pray for somebody this morning. May we not fail to realize the time for a change in our lives. Can I hear somebody shout amen? <laughs> because you see, anytime you get to a certain level in your life, where God wants to do something with you, he starts drawing your heart a particular direction. But sometimes, eh, we become blinded by where we are and what we are involved with. So we cannot even hear God drawing us. When Moses was 40 years, his heart began to go to his brethren. So do I pray for you this morning that at this age, May your heart be drawn after right things. Somebody clap your hands for that. I'm teaching you something. Can I come down a little? So, how, sit down. how can it be 40 years and your heart is still drawn after little girls, GHS girls? Are you getting it? Because by nature, as you are growing, your heart now must begin to go after relevant things. But you are growing and your heart is good. The more you are growing, the more your heart is going after foolish things. The more the ideas to do, to commit sin and do wickedness is coming to you. Because you see, as at 40 years, your heart must be drawn after weightier things. <laughs> Am I teaching? So, the Bible, Solomon says that enjoy your youth. Amen. So there are times you can fool. There are times you can mess up. But when you, are get, when you get to 40 years, when I talk about 40 years is just number. But you now, you know that even though by age you are 20, in the spirit you are like 80 years. Because the time you began your life, not be today. Hallelujah. No, am I teaching? No, don't talk, talk back to me. You know? <laughs> Amen. I pray that this year your heart shall go after meaningful things. Amen. 
This is what I'm teaching you. Take it seriously. At 40 years, you are thinking of building relationships that can affect your children. Are you following me? At 40 years, you are not thinking about self. You are thinking about us. Are you with me? At a certain level in your life, life is not about you again because if you try, you will die alone. At some point in time in your life, you don't become antiso. You must get acquaintances. Are you hearing me? And your heart. Now listen, you, when you are 18, 20 years, you can say, I want to marry a six-pack person. Or marry a woman with chamber. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Yes. Life allows it. But when you are getting, no, I want to marry a businessman. Someone who goes to Accra, Accra lending Accra. All of us have never such dreams before. But as you age, you get to realize that these dreams are just a figment of your own imaginations. They are not even consistent with God's purpose for your life. Can I hear you shout amen? These are things we have formed out of our environment. I pray that this year your hearts are drawn. Talk to me. Talk to me. Can I even say something? The look at me. The Bible said that when was his heart began to go to his brethren. You know there are times as we are living life, there is a way we can cut off our sisters, cut off our brothers and think of us and our children. But at 40 years, the man's heart began to go to his brothers. Hallelujah. And I pray that God will help us. We should know when to know that in the pursuit of my dreams and my visions, I don't become indifferent from my sisters and brothers. She understand you, Clark. You know, for me, for instance, like a pastor, when you are young like this and you are trying to build a church, you can have a way of distancing yourself from your family and not having anything to do with them because you think that you are on a certain path and a certain course. It will not be long you get to realize that you will need a brother and a sister by your side. So don't let your dreams and your visions and your pursuance totally disconnect you to become an unbrotherly person and an unsisterly person among your relatives. So I am pursuing my dream as a pastor, but I'm still here as brother. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? He must be able to assess me as a brother regardless of my anointing and the grace. Can I hear somebody shout amen? Because when all is said and done, it will be nothing but your brothers and your sisters. What am I teaching? Am I talking to you? Yeah. Don't, don't think that, oh, my name is here, the call. I always tell people that, oh, you're a mafia. You know, I say that one. And I know why I say that one. And the other time I told you that, look at Jacob. Lied on the stone. You are sleeping on a bed. You are not seeing any vision. Somebody lied on the stone and saw angels ascending and descending. Hallelujah. Look at Jacob, the man that fought with God and prevailed. Nebaira for over 40 years. The God who showed him visions could not tell that your son that is lost is in Egypt. So stop crying. And in this process, they kept still calling Jacob the God of Jacob. The God of Jacob. But the man 
grew faster than his age because of sorrow for his son, Joseph. And God never told him that Joseph is in Egypt. Amen. Jacob, in their time, these were men that were working with God. Even them, God hid things from them. Hallelujah. Abraham, God befriended him. And for 25 years, God, God will not honor his word to him. God allowed him to commit all the mistakes just because of one son. Amen. Is this this God that you can say that you have mastered? Is this this God that you can say, I have arrived, so I don't need anybody? What he will do to you one day, and you realize that you are nothing without anybody, that thing is coming. So I pray that God will help you. Stretch your hands here. May your wealth, may your success, may your breakthroughs not take you out of the company of your brothers. Am I teaching? So I like Sir Eric for something. I like Eric very well. There is a way he tries to bond his brothers. He tries very much. He carries them along. Some of them are very different towards him, but he carries them along. Hallelujah. Carry them along. 